0: Where we think America should go as a nation, um, we're talking about our global economy. We're talking about national economy. We're talking about um, small businesses helping the communities, and um, really w- enough is enough when it comes to you know what people are actually getting. And um, you know, again, I've, I've been a, a capitalist my entire life. Um, I'm a Republican. Um, I don't vote. Uh, if you want to know the truth, uh, because personally, I don't really care. The point is, is that, um, you know, I, my entire life, I focused on building businesses and, cre- and creating wealth and, um, and looking at the guys like Grant Cardone's and the Donald Trump's and the, not the President Donald Trump, the business Donald Trump. And, uh, the, you know, the different, um, you know, the, 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 the Tony is of the world and the, the Robert Kiyosaki's. I looked at these guys like pioneers, you know, the Carnegie's and the Rockefeller's and the
1: Jeff Bezos.
0: Yeah. The Bezos, even Zuckerberg. You know, you look at these guys like, you know, these guys are, are, are incredible. You know, I'd, I'd love to, to be in that position, but then you start to think about how these guys are taking away from the people who need it most, you know? And I, and again, my wife and I, we sit down and and we're looking at, you know, in California here, you know, how much do people actually make? And I was blown away, absolutely shocked. My wife and I are still just kind of like, how are people doing this? $62,000 a year is the average household income annually. I mean, 62000 it's $31,000 a year. $31,000 a year equates to like $2,700 a month. $2,700 a month doesn't get you very far.
1: Sorry. You know, you said something about uh, these billionaires um, not sharing with the, the wealth with the people who need it the most. It's really not just the people that need it the most. It's the working class. It's the, it's the average it's the family.
0: People. Those are the people who needed the, it the most. Class. You're well, talking about. You're talking about. Schools are now having. Are, are now charging. Uh, um, they've always charged for lunch, but they're now charging for the school bus. They're charging for all of the the the, um, uh, the music programs, the sports programs, the the any kind of advanced education programs. You're talking about the colleges themselves are charging, what is it, like $15,000 a year or something now to go to a... Sac know,
1: State CSU, I think you're right.
0: It's like 15 grand, yeah. 18 grand a year. You talk, an average It's out of car, control. An average car. I remember when I was in high school, which was 20 years ago, I remember um, one of the rich families bought a new car and it was $31,000 and I sat back and I went, oh my gosh, that is a $30,000 car. You can't even get a Camry for 30 grand. You're talking about an average mediocre new car, and you're talking about a five to $600 a month car payment. Now let's equate this. A, a car, a new car, $600 a month. For
1: five years, six years. For
0: for like seven years now, 84 months. Okay, So then you talk about, and that's one car. So let's say the husband needs a car because he needs to go to work. Now you have $1,000 a month in car payment, another $100 a month for insurance, $100 a month for your cable, $200 a month for your cell phones. A mortgage in California is what, $2,400 a month?
1: Depends on the house, right?
0: Right. But that's a decent that's a, a not a great house. But four bedroom, a,
1: two bathroom. Yeah, right.
0: but twenty four hundred dollars a month for a mortgage. What, how do people afford to survive? They don't. They don't. They and didn't. then it costs another twelve or fifteen hundred dollars a month to eat. And then medical insurance, if you're a small business owner, it's like twelve to fifteen hundred dollars a month for medical insurance as a small business owner. Unacceptable. It's absolutely unacceptable. My wife works for the county. Thank God we have medical insurance because I would be out of business you know how if, you, I, if, if we didn't have that.
1: The, the way to address all these problems that we're facing with the cost of living and uh, the expenses is if we legislate, which means we write the bills that will regulate the markets. Because if you look at the CSUs, if you look at the healthcare industry, if you look at pharmaceuticals, they are for-profit industries now. They, they, they are generating wealth so much for their board of directors that they're giving out bonuses in the millions, right? So if we regulate, that, if we pass the bills, if we pass the laws that say no, there's a cap on insulin, we can't let people die because they're rationing their income because they can't afford $700 a month to do, deal with their diabetes and insulin, and we cap it at $100 a month, that cuts off on the profits for these pharmaceuticals if we cap and regulate uh, health and you're insurance. you're going to tell me
0: that if we cap that, they're going to go out of business? No. Of course not. No. That of what, course not. What that
1: does is it regulates the wealth. So there's a difference between a free market and a fair market, right? A free market technically is no holds barred, right? You could do anything. You can charge whatever you want. You can generate as much as you want. But then you have to think about monopolies and trust issues. So then we regulate our market. We have antitrust laws so that the whole industry doesn't plot together and say steal. Is now you know, hundred thousand dollars a ton. Right, you know, so so we have antitrust laws, we have anti-monopoly laws, and when we do that, we we keep the wealth uh, at the working class level. We keep that um, to the people who are really the consumers, right? I mean, how many people are going to buy iPhones that are billionaires, right? They're not going to buy more than they need, but everyone needs to own a smartphone. You phone.
0: know that that an iPhone, you can actually buy, because I get the rich man, pe- rich man magazines, they make iPhones for rich people that are like $50,000.
1: Yes, the customized ones, but they have that everywhere. They have that with cards. Now, now, but I don't mind a private market. Like, I don't want to stop you from spending your money if well, you can no, afford but, to do no, it, we but need, I don't we want need the working... Money. We need I don't that want the, money moving. Yeah, I agree with you. But when you're moving, you're spending it, right? Correct. And hopefully Apple is you know, investing that in research and development and all that kind of stuff, too. Uh, however, uh, what I don't want to do is I don't want to make every iPhone a $50,000 phone, right? right? Because then the average Joe is not going to be able to get one. Correct. Right?
0: Yeah. All right. Uh, next thing on the list, stop human trafficking.
1: Sacramento is one of the top five cities in, in the nation, the nation yeah. for sex trafficking. Yeah. Did you know how deeply involved the churches are in that? I don't even want to know. You don't want to know. I, I got approached when I hold, hold on. I a have a
0: really tough time with churches.
1: I listen. Your your listenership is is a conservative Christian. I think so. Um, listen. When I announced my candidacy, uh, a young lady reached out to me and she says, what's your position on human trafficking? And uh, she has educated me. So I don't know if you've noticed, there's been a lot of Senate bills and Assembly bills that have been passing that are now mandating the churches release the names of the um, sexual abusers, the predators. Because what happened is there used to be this law, believe it or not, there was a law. It was called uh, Clergy Church penance covenant or something like that basically okay. if a priest confessed to their crimes then it was an internal deal and the church could discipline it and handle it their own way and they didn't have to go to the authorities can you believe that the church did not have to report sexual abuse
0: and that was that was uh that was within the catholic church if i correctly, all of
1: correctly. them okay. it, jehovah's witnesses baptists all of them It's ridiculous. So anyway, when she approached me, it it turned out, well, you know, we're in the top five in the country of human trafficking and sex slavery that um, I wanted to make sure that we address. This is my city. I grew up here to think that, you know, soccer coaches and oh God, I heard the story of this old woman who approached one of my friend's daughters and said, come with me, sweetie, and reached out her hand to try and grab her hand. And if the kid didn't scream at stranger danger, that kid would have been gone. Yeah. Yeah, so.
0: No, you know, and, and then you look at, you know, you got, uh, what were those websites that, that were, that were push, pushing the sex trafficking? Uh, see, I don't remember the websites. Well, now.
1: Craigslist shut down their whole They did, but yeah. there was
0: a couple of other websites that were all based right out of Sacramento. They, yeah. they were national websites. See, I, I don't remember, remember something, right? I, 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 I don't, I, know I don't remember.
1: Um, all right, proportional representation. What is this here? So if you have a board, okay, whatever, school board, college board, business board, and they're all white men. That's not proportional representation to the constituents they serve. Correct. I don't say make it 100% representative, but, you know, at least 50% of the board, half of them, should be proportionally representative of the people they serve, women, minorities. Okay. So we can't just have one group of people controlling a community that they don't understand. We have immigrants, we have Asians, we have Ukrainians. So
0: what about, like, NAACP?
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Should there be... Caucasian people, Asian people. Who do they
1: represent? Who who's their constituents? African-American
0: people. So for
1: the most part, I think they should represent the people they serve. Now, does that... The
0: Slavic that, community? You probably wouldn't want Mexican officials inside the Slavic community. Wait, does that make community? sense? Yeah. Don't you think so? I mean, yeah. they're going
1: to be like... Well, yeah, any, That's why but, I'm asking, because, right. you know... You know. So, so we have different values and faiths and cultures, you know, family values, work ethic values. So we, we, need to, we need to make sure we understand people's value and at least honor them. If not agreeing to that, let's have a voice on it. Have a voice in it. Yes.
0: Um, rank choice voting top, uh, in top two. Explain this to me.
1: Well, so what, the, the parties, the two big parties, the corporate parties that take corporate money and work for Wall Street, they figured out a way of getting rid of third parties and independent candidates like me. And one of the ways they did that is by creating the top two primary. So in the primary, you'll see my name on the ballot. But if I don't get the top two in the general in November, my name won't be there. Ranked choice voting is a brilliant idea that's going all around the world. It's not in America where you can say, okay, my number one choice is A, uh, my number two is C, my number three is D, my number four is B, right? So what you can do is you can tally all those votes and say, oh, this is the person then who wins. Ranked choice voting is a system of democracy. But when you eliminate the competition and only give you, you know, the donkey or the elephant, you're kind of screwed or in certain cases there's only two donkeys so only mm-hmm. the democrats especially in california mm-hmm. you have a democrat running a, a democrat and that's just that's undemocratic really mm-hmm. and that's because you know our parties are sold out to their um, to wall street instead of their actual voting base so you have conservatives and republicans who have their values but you know the party is pretending to use these conservative christian values but instead they're pushing uh for for top one percent businesses, they're and all the de- they're all
0: wearing NASCAR jackets, basically.
1: Uh, they should be. They, we should know who's endorsing them.
0: <laughs> it, it, I mean, that's the best way to put it. And it's, it's see, here's the sad part about it: is in NASCAR they're all going left. So hey, <laughs> it's like a Jay Leno joke waiting to happen. All right, so. <laughs> Uh, publicly owned munici- mun- municipal districts here. Publicly publicly owned. Wow, well, I can't even speak. Speak. It's all good. Uh, publicly basically. owned municipal districts and electric, water, and gas. And this basically is our pg e problem. It, yes,
1: PG&E, and if you remember Enron from the early 2000s. Yeah, so they
0: they burned down a whole friggin' city. They burned they down. say a city. they killed say they, eighty people. Yeah, they say that. Well, I guess we did it. So what we're going to do now is, is we're going to increase gonna take, your rates. We're going to increase the rate. and We're going to put all the, the the lines underground now. So we're going to rebuild the infrastructure, but we're going to charge you to do it. And then we're not going to do anything for about all of the other Accountability, people. Accountability, right. Yeah. The right.
1: biggest th- death toll in a, a wildfire in history caused by a for-profit private corporation that serves the public. SMUD is a brilliant example of a publicly owned municipal district. LA has one too but the rest of the state is suffering under PG&E so what I recommend is uh, if it's providing uh, utilities like water and electric and I'll even go so far as to say the cable and internet services whatever utilities we're using they should be held accountable to their voting base so we elect our board of governors just like in SMUD they're an elected board just like a school board mm-hmm. elect the people let them decide and take away the for profit margin not to say that you can't take uh, revenue and invest in, in research and Again, development. we're not talking
0: about people we're not talking we're not saying that people can't be rich we have to have rich people we have to have poor people if you work for the, the government work.
1: hear me out if you work for the government at the highest level of directors and all that i say cap it at a quarter million dollar a year because nobody who's a president or a director of a public uh, superintendent or a president should make more than that now private businesses i say up to a million dollars a month that's 12 million a year but water gas electric uh, communications, high-speed internet, and all that needs to be voted on and owned by the people. Owned by the people, not by private institutions. Explain why. Well, because, uh look, okay, let me tell you why. Because of the damages caused by the Paradise Fire, uh, pg and asked our... It's not the first time, because we had the San time. Bruno That's also. That's right, in just one year, by the way. But what they did is they asked for a bailout from the state of $6 billion. So they're taking our tax money to fix their private prop, uh, uh, profits. And they got approved from the state to raise their rates another $3 billion. And not only that, they're
0: taking home literally record high uh, uh,
1: uh, bonuses. And that's PG&E. But if you look at other industries like energy or Netflix or Amazon, these these guys are not paying taxes. They're getting subsidized Uh, by the government they're earning record profits okay so there's people right now that are saying what do you mean they're not
0: paying taxes of course they're paying taxes explain that
1: they're not paying taxes. <laughs> How else can I explain it? Like when they do their end of the year tax return, uh, they haven't paid a penny to federal. Uh, You know what a corporation is, right? I, it's I, a person, I right? I, I know, state. but I here's know, the but argument. The
0: audience might not know. So, so here's the argument.
1: Yeah, so here's the argument they make and why they don't have to pay taxes is because they employ a ridiculous number of people. And they're all like, hey, we're creating jobs. Or we have now got this facility that we've put that's creating jobs. Or, you know, they, they, own,
0: they also own a ton of real estate and when you own a ton of real estate and they're getting
1: national parks to drill in and they're getting public places to you end up with deductions, and then cities like cities in new york and california are actually paying them our tax money to say no bring your businesses here it's ridiculous um
0: support local farmers markets co-ops and small businesses you know bottom line is this small businesses farmers markets co-ops small business is is what our country is founded on. Yeah, support your mom and pops. I mean, without the small business, we would just have big box stores. With big box stores, what do we have?
1: Yeah, so here, look, industrial farming and industrial agriculture has been the worst thing for our uh, uh, emissions and uh, the warming gases it's been a terrible industry and in pollution and all that because it's been industrialized however if you turn that on a micro scale instead of this giant macro industry because if you imagine um, let's say our beef stock right it's grown in one state it gets shipped to be processed and cut up in another state it gets shipped into all different markets and it creates tremendous amount of pollution and god knows where your meat came from who knows where it came from and how long it's been but if you go to your local farmers market you're supporting your community the wealth stays in that community right take for example your local coffee shop Shop. If you go to your local coffee shop, the money's going to stay local. It's going to go to the employees. It's but exactly if you support an out-of-state say. business, like if you're buying Coca-Cola or if you're buying Starbucks, some of that money is going to go to the corporate headquarters, which is out-of-state, which takes the money out of the Starbucks local.
0: Starbucks is economy. a great company on a local in level. In many ways. It so... helps a lot of people. But when you've got it, – it, it is. It, 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 personally, I, I, met my, I met my wife there. My wife was worked at Starbucks for a number of years. Um, Starbucks, in terms of a company and, and how it treats its employees and what it does for its Agreed. employees, is a wonderful, wonderful
1: organization. But <coughs> –
0: but when you've got let's say <coughs> but it's multinational hold on like a i saw if starbucks
1: you, in south africa i was i was in well, south africa well hold America. on a minute yeah. if
0: you if you go into a neighborhood and you've got jose's tacos wonderful tacos and then you've got a taco bell next door
1: yeah
0: where are people going to go? Now, there is a market that's going to go to Taco Bell. Sure, There's a market that's going to go to Jose's Tacos. Sure. The point being is when you go to Taco Bell, the money leaves town Correct. and it goes to wherever it goes. Right. And when you buy it at, it at the taco, at Jose's Tacos, he's sending his kids to ballet that's class right. and right. he's doing things and he's keeping money. in the Health community. insurance. That's Correct. right.
1: Exactly. You're right. So I, I, I think the problem with these big corporations, uh, these multinationals, is that there's people who don't work at the Taco Bell who don't serve you food who don't sit in the drive through and they're making millions and millions of dollars making decisions and that's unequitable that you're not the working class people you're just a director and you're making millions of dollars and that's not equitable that doesn't distribute the wealth properly the
0: other thing is is you know a good friend of mine cuz I worked at Taco Bell um Taco talk- Paul, uh, who was his, I don't remember his last name now, but Paul was the manager over at Taco Bell. He was the one, when I lost my last retail, when I lost my last business about six, seven years ago, I needed to find work. He gave me a job at Taco Bell and this guy had been there for 20 years working at Taco Bell. He had started, it was his first job out of school. He was now in his 40s, out of school, mm-hmm. working at Taco Bell. Still still a Taco Bell. Long story short, he's making $36,000 a year as a manager. And he's talking about making the big bucks. And the sad part about it is the guy drove a dinky little car. Nicest guy in the world. Hardest working guy I've ever met in my entire life. I mean, this yeah. guy was was always there, always working. But $36,000 a year. And he had a little tiny little house with a carport. It's not a living wage. That's not a living wage. That's that's pathetic. And it's it's disrespectful to think that that it's okay to give him... He's got a life in the whole thing, and then you've got the big executives making millions millions upon millions just preying on the little guy. Off the backs
1: of people like Paul.
0: All right. Um... We've still got more to cover here. So uh, we're going to go to break. We're going to come back and uh, learn more. Uh, also, visit real quick, visit akbar2020.com. A-K-B-A-R Twenty uh, Twenty, A K B A We're going to go to a break. We're going to come back and learn more. We'll be right back.